You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Previously, Jim McElwain from Florida, uh, mainly just to figure out if you can confirm that that uh, that shark picture was him or not. It's not even like sexual. It's more just like a beautiful like painting of him like happily laying on a shark naked. Uh, yeah. If you've ever seen the Seinfeld episode where George has to take photos on Kramer's couch and they you know they get spread around and people see it, but he didn't mean for people to see it. Right now, how I have it, all the P5 schools now have 16 teams. Every single mm -hmm. one of them. It's perfect. Which could definitely happen. You know, four ultra conferences. Other than Iowa State, everybody else is a winner. Because getting out of the Big 12, I think, is a win. Whataburger is the best. It actually is. And honestly, I live next to an In-N-Out. And we literally just walk next door because In-N-Out's all in Austin now. She was like, wow, this, like, headass is way overhyped, headass. So, I don't think she used it in that context. Nah, but it was something like that. It was like this dead ass, head ass, overhyped, hashtag. Dead head ass. Yeah, we talk about Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, me and you have driven through Youngstown, Ohio. It's just beautiful, beautiful country. Um, lot, no sarcasm. A lot of uh, trees in Youngstown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what they're known for. Yeah, they, they have a lot of road signs that say exit here for Youngstown. That's, yeah, there's like some pavement and stuff. Yeah. Um, if you ever are driving between Cleveland, Ohio and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you better bet your ass you're going to stop at Youngstown at a gas station. And to fill up on some gas. And then keep going. Episode 1, Season, Season two. 2. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to Chairgating. We are back at it again with another exciting edition. We're bringing it back harder than ever. Got some updates. Unfortunately, I lost co-host, Jay. Uh, apparently, he has other things going on in his life. You know, we don't forgive him for that. Anyone that cares about college football shouldn't have any other thing going on in their life that's more important than college football. So he's dead to us. Just remember that. Number two, chairgating is hotter than ever. The website has blown up. Forget what social media looks like, right? Forget the follower account. Don't worry about that. I'm telling you, the website traffic is better than ever. And number three, most important, I'm now working with a sports website called bellyupsports.com. I definitely, definitely, definitely recommend going there and checking out some of the content. It's fucking awesome. There's a lot of great writers there, and we're all coming together and producing some great shit. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Huge. We'll still have chairgetting.com up and running. I'll mostly be posting about, you know, whatever is on the top of my head, right? Barbecue. Got rankings for barbecue. Places to go travel and visit. Video games. Movies. A lot of movie reviews. TV shows. You know, just random shit. When it comes to sports, college football, yada, 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 I would go to bellyupsports.com. Like I said, check it out. It's great. I'm going to be posting podcasts from that website. I'll also still be posting it on chairgetting.com as well as Apple and SoundCloud. So whatever you're listening to it on currently, you'll still be able to listen to it on. So for episode one of season two, two, I decided to have on two different guests. It's not really an interview as much as it is just conversations with guys that love football. That's all we're here doing. One of the guys is a contributor over at Belly Up Sports. Really funny guy. He's from Connecticut. He has a lot of great content. Definitely recommend checking out the stuff that he's been writing on Belly Up Sports. Second guest out of Cleveland or the greater Cleveland area, I guess I should say. He's a big Mac guy, went to Toledo. So we talk a lot of Mac football because everybody needs a little bit of action. And overall, it's a great episode. It's a great way to come back for season two. Season two. Chair getting hotter than ever. We're still doing it. Doing it better than ever. Chair gating plus belly up sports. All right, I'm welcoming my next guest, Jared Klim. He is the host, I guess you would say, creator, I don't know, of uh, Klim's Corner Booth and contributor to Belly Up Sports out of Connecticut. Say what's up. Hey, what's up, Rattlesnake? How you doing? Hey, doing good, man. Doing good. All right, let's talk college football. You want to talk uh, top 25? Let's do it. You just want to go down the list and say, like, do they belong there? Yeah, I mean, we can start off with that because I'm looking at the scores. And I have the top 25 on my phone. I have the rankings on my phone. I have the scores on my computer right now. So I'm pretty much command central right now. Yeah, I mean, most of these, it's, it's week two. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It, like, most in my column, of... I even referenced it. I'm like, listen, it's not going to be great competition. There's not going to be a lot of upsets the first couple of weeks. Right, exactly, exactly. So in week two, you're looking at that top 25, and most of it's like semantics or like personal opinions. Like, oh, well, yeah, exactly. I think... 
Georgia is going to be better than Clemson eventually at some point in the season. But, you know, it's, it's tough to go off of. So, obviously, Alabama at number one. You can't really well, argue it. You can hate Alabama all you want, but they keep winning. They're probably the best team in the country again. Honestly, I look at Bama and the, the new quarterback they have. I love how he can actually throw the ball down the field. Yeah. When uh, The national championship last game proved to me last year that, like, no matter how jacked your team is, uh, Georgia, um, the way I look at it is with Alabama, I think they're the one team out of the four that went last year that is going to return no problem. I don't see – their defense is just as loaded. They can still run the ball like like nobody's business. And with this new quarterback whose name I will never be able to pronounce, I think yeah. it's something Hawaiian-sounding. How to do uh, – yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. The kid can ball. He throws dimes. He's got a cannon arm. And he's not a turnover machine like Jalen Hurts is. Right. I just think they're unstoppable. I mean, at least in the regular season, they're unstoppable. A team with some speed, like maybe an Ohio State or a – LSU or maybe even a Miami, I might, uh, just random teams that actually have some speed will actually be a problem for them. But right now, there's nobody in the SEC who's going to even run with them. So, yeah, well, no, except for Auburn. Auburn will upset them yeah. or Ole Miss. Some team that they should normally beat is going to upset exactly. them. That's just how That's it gonna is. Be their, it's just Alabama's thing. Every year they have that one stupid game it'll where be, they literally shoot themselves in the foot. It'll be fucking Ole Miss who can barely beat Southern Illinois that will somehow pull off an upset. Yeah, <laughs> and you're I just mean, like, how did that – that doesn't make sense. But, yeah, that's just how it is inside the the conference. And, yeah, actually, after we run down this, I am going to want to ask you who you think is or isn't going to the playoffs because I know you have some, some interesting takes on that. But I have a very interesting take all on right, that. All right, all right. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Uh, okay. Clemson at two, what do you think? This is actually, spoiler, one of those teams I don't think is coming back. And mm-hmm. it was Saturday's game that proved it to me. I know the SEC is a loaded conference. And A&M, I think, is a couple years away from being a good school. And I think Jimbo needs to get his – as much as I, I respect Jimbo Fisher as a Hurricanes fan because I had to watch him dismantle my team for the last couple of years. But I think he needs to get his class in there like Mark Rick did at Miami or like even Kevin, Kevin Sumlin did when he got into Texas A&M there as well or even Nick Saban at Alabama. He needs a year or two to get his classes, his guys – because still he's rolling with someone's guys right now, a lot of the upperclassmen. Right. So – but, like, what I saw on Saturday was phenomenal. Like, I just was on the edge of my seat watching that game. Usually midseason, I don't care about any – I, like, I'll check scores and watch highlights because at the end of the day, early early season games really don't draw me in unless it's one of those big, giant games that's like a Cowboy Stadium or something. But I saw A&M take the Clemson Tigers to school, and they did not look as dominant as they did last year or the year before or even the year before that. Well, I will say I think the Aggies technically won the game. That was oh, yeah. that was not a I wish, I want to talk about that. I'm I'm not I'm not an an A&M fan. And if you okay. live in Texas, you know how bad the Aggies are. They're like a weird cult thing. It's, Texans understand. It's weird. Everybody in Texas hates them. I know. It's it, it's I I've heard some things about A&M fans. They're, they're like they're cult. Weird people. No, it's a cult. 100% it's a cult. It's, Is it as bad as Baylor or worse? Than Baylor? Yes. Not even comparable. It, I mean, okay. it's as bad as, like, Jonestown. Like, they mm. would drink Kool-Aid and commit suicide for a and It's crazy. So, <laughs> so, for me to admit that I think A&M actually won that game is a lot. And I think, unbiasedly, I think they won that game. Yeah, um, that, that was just, honestly, I watched that call over and over again. I don't see how that's a fumble. I don't, how, like, I don't either, man. It doesn't make sense. They must have touch- some fucking, you know, made-up uh, 
Marvel MCU like Superman vision that they I don't mu- have. They must they must have been a, they must have been ACC refs. I'm an ACC guy. <laughs> That's what it came down to, I think. I, I okay. honestly I think they were just like you know what it's ACC ref. There's no other way to put it. Yeah, it's like they're they're in the back of their minds they have to think if A and M wins this game and it's even close they're gonna catch fire for it. So like they'd rather give it to the higher seed. And like not catch as much flack yeah. instead of like, podcasters going at them for the throats for <laughs> right? making a crap call. But, yeah. Uh, you don't think they listen to chair getting podcast? Come on. Oh come on, let's go. Yeah, we're nationally recognized. Um, yeah. So Clemson too. I, I actually agree with you. I don't think they're gonna stay there for very long. I'm surprised they stayed there after what just happened with A and M. Honestly, I thought they would drop maybe one spot. Uh, Georgia, I think right now. Jake Fromm, second year, they can score. I love Kirby Smart's offense. I, they have, you know, they got athletes on defense. They, they're going to stay there for a while. I don't really see them losing until they play a Bama or something. Dude, I, I, and especially after what they just did to South Carolina. Oh was, my god! I was like, oh okay, they're legit. Yeah. Our good, our good buddy Colin Davis is probably still drinking from that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I mean. Look, I'll admit, I thought it was going to be a closer game. I thought Georgia was definitely going to take it. Um, yeah. But I thought it was going to be closer than that. God damn. So, I admit, I said in my column, I said that I don't think Jake Fromm will lose to South Carolina for the simple reason it's early in the season, so the hype is still there. And the guy was got the guy got embarrassed in the national title game when he essentially choked away a three-touchdown lead. Yeah. So I think he's a man on a mission this year. I don't see them losing till late in the year anyway, so they're probably going to stay there for a while. Now, Ohio State, number four, that, I'm a little, like, now they get Urban Meyer back in a week. Like, I may, they might steamroll their way. They, they're the best team in the Big Ten, even the Big Ten is, you, I agree with you, because I read your column earlier. <laughs> they are a garbage conference, Dude, and I hate the Big Ten bias. No one wants it's to talk about crazy. it. Oh, my God. No one wants to talk about this, but the Big Ten is overhyped right now. Like, I'm an ACC guy, so I hate the Big Ten to begin right. with. And two, like I just like you know Penn State, I think is a, a garbage team as well. And you know my cut, co- my cousin, uh, our good friend Brian Lynch's wife is gonna like lose her crap if I tell it to her in front of her. But the thing is with the Big Ten, you have Ohio State who's constantly good every year because Urban Meyer is an SEC coach. He is constantly got his teams ready from Ezekiel Elliott and Terrell and like all the guys he's had since then to now. He's always had a solid team. And Meyer's not afraid to go into SEC country and get SEC, right. ACC guys. Yep. While a lot of the Big Ten guys are, more, like, will stay to the north. And you just see, like, Nebraska is a perfect example. Yes. And they are this team that hasn't been good since 2001. Well, my Hurricanes smacked the living daylights out of them. <laughs> and they just, and, like, guys like Bo Pelini, are you kidding? And, I mean, Mike Riley's okay, too. But, like, it's just, it's not a good conference once you get past four. Right. The first that, oh, you, you go. My argument with that, I mean, they can go, y'all can go to Belly Up Sports and read my whole thing. But my thing is, I, I don't necessarily have a problem with the Big Ten, right? I like their historical teams. I like the teams that they have. I like when those teams win because it's just kind of fun to see these old school historic teams win. But at some point, we just have to be realistic with ourselves and say, they're not even close to the SEC. They have, like you said, They'll usually have like three schools each year that are really competitive. But outside that, you're looking at, you know, Illinois and Purdue and Rutgers, and you're like, wait, what is this conference even made of? 
Well, I mean, I have a buddy who plays for Rutgers. He's a backup quarterback. And he, if he was a starter in D2 and he's a back, second stringer at Rutgers, there, there's a little bit of an issue. He's a good quarterback. He just he turns the ball over a thousand times a game. Right. But, like, the thing is, I Rutgers should have never left what is now the AAC. Yeah, exactly. Maryland, not... should, Maryland should just not even be a D1 college football team anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rutgers should have never left. Um it was clearly Big Ten just trying to reach into the New York market. Oh yeah. I mean, it makes it makes no sense other than that because Rutgers honestly would be one of the worst teams in the AAC. So it just doesn't exactly. make any sense that they're a Big Ten team. The AAC has, you know, obviously I'm fucking biased here, but they have Houston, you- UCF, Cincinnati, even fucking Memphis. You know, there's much better programs. Even ECU. though shout, shout out Paxton Lynch who just got cut, that was the last <laughs> good team they had. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's, I'm getting off topic here. Ohio State, anyway, Ohio State, they, they look solid and number four spot for them, I think is fine. What do you think? Number, number, I I think it's fine too. I love Urban Meyer coaching when he gets back. They honestly had a cupcake schedule going through and honestly wasn't any real challenging games. Number five. Wait, hold up. But, but you're completely, you're completely ignoring this weekend. They play TCU without Urban Meyer. That is, I was going to, I completely spaced it out for a second. I couldn't remember if it was them or George. What, it was a black and red team that played at, at TCU. <laughs> yeah, without Urban Meyer, too. I mean, if, I don't know. If they survive this, they're fine. But right. if they get, Gary Patterson's defense, you know Gary Patterson's always going to have his defense ready to play. Yeah. He's, he's been that way since he got on the scene with Andy Dalton. It, I, I love both, him as a coach. So um, I do, too. Yeah. He's an institution guy. Like he right. won't. He probably will never leave that school. No, he won't. He He's he took them guy. from the fucking Mountain West Conference. What like six years ago, and yeah. stayed with them all the way into the Big Twelve. And no, I love the guy for that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's and you know I mean, I love TCU, and they're they're slotted in at fifteen. I think that's low for them. I think they could be ranked as high as twelve. Because I got some, I got some bones to pick with Notre Dame. I, by the way, I dislike Notre Dame very much. I think they're a garbage program. It's but, okay. I think a majority of Americans do as well. So uh, you're I know. good on that. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I could just go on a rant about how much I hate Notre Dame, but Penn State, I think, is that too. But I, I like Texas Christian because they just they bring like every year. Gary Patterson's guys, guys ready to go, and this year they just have a, a solid team. I can't knock any part of their team. And unfortunately for TCU, once again, I know we're going off a little bit. Unfortunately for TCU, they still have West Virginia in the conference, who looks really good this year. He's and a Will Greer is a Heisman hopeful. So, and and watch this. This is how I slide us back on track. They there also have number five Oklahoma to deal with. See, now and, we can talk about number five. And all I'm going to say is Kyler Murray's a baller. That Dude. is all. <laughs> I. Look, I, I went into the season, and obviously I live in Austin, so I got a shit ton of Texas fans uh, mm-hmm. that are friends of mine. I'm not. I could care less about UT. I think it's funny when they lose because yeah. they always steal our fucking coaches. But I I was like, look, this is y'all's year. I don't know how Ky- Kyler Murray's going to be, this and that. Like, this is Herman's second year. I was so fucking wrong. I mean, Kyler Murray is so good. Oklahoma looks like they deserve that five spot. Oh yeah, I, I honestly the top five right now, excluding Clemson, looks very stable. But then again, that's why I love college football because you're gonna see the Auburns, the Wisconsin, who is probably the best team besides Clemson, uh, besides Ohio State in that Big Ten, oh, that definitely. very shaky Big yes, Ten. Definitely. I watched them. Just I watched them in the Orange Bowl last year. We're not gonna talk They're about good. that. 
Oh, I know. They're a great team. They barely lost anybody. So, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to move us along here on this, but like some, once you go deeper into it, I think Notre Dame, honestly, they're going to play like they're going to play Miami again this year and they're going to get the living stock kicked out of them. They're going to play. <laughs> and no, I, I, they're not built to play a team like Miami. They can't take speed. You saw what happened last year. They are not a team who is built to take on fast teams. They like big, slow, grind them out games. That's why they always give Michigan a game. They always give Stanford a game because those are big, slow teams. Teams like Miami, teams like Alabama, LSU, teams that can run, oh, they'll smoke them because there's no way they have the athletes to keep up with those guys. I will give I will give Notre Dame some – okay, they, their schedule is decent. I mean, they have to play Stanford. They have to play Virginia Tech. Um, even Navy is a good team this year. USC mm-hmm. at the end of the season, obviously. The the schedule's good, but I think my issue is I don't think they're a good enough team to beat. I mean, I don't know about Sanford. I don't think they could beat Virginia Tech. I don't think they can. The pack to me also is just like the Big Ten right now. It's hard oh. for me to tell how good they are because I'm like, I don't think the whole conference is very good. Yeah, I know. And you know what the thing is? Like, the ACC, you have, like, two – You have, it's Miami and Clemson at the top, and then everyone else is just 30 feet of garbage. I don't know, man. Virginia Tech. Oh, Virginia Tech looks great, too. Beamer balls. and Beamer. Yeah, I was so, just going to say. I can only space that one guy. So, I mean, like, if I look at the conference right now, I'm going to, like, ignore what Jordan said about Boston College because that literally made me want to scream. That was funny. I mean, I that, actually, that had to have been a joke, right? Oh, I, I Well, listen, if you've ever paid attention to the chat, I am the first person to call out Jordan for his stupid takes besides Colin. I'm actually <laughs> going to Miami-Boston Miami Boston College. I'm going up with my buddy to go see that game. So, like, I will watch Miami personally dismantle them. I assumed the, it was a joke, right? Was he joking yeah, or was he serious? He, I don't know because he also picked the Redskins to win the NFC East. Oh, so, shit. What, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So and I gave him holy hell for that. But, but I stand <laughs> corrected, by the way. Miami does not play Notre Dame this year. They took us off the schedule after last year's butt kicking. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Actually, I don't see. Yeah. Even even still, man, I think even Notre Dame might put it to, or Navy might even put it to Notre Dame. Yeah. So we'll, I just, we'll see. You're gonna hate me for this. Um, besides the Friday night game at BC and uh, Virginia Tech on in November, I don't see Miami losing another game. Because all the teams that are scheduled are all right, garbage. Hold on, we'll get to that one. You yeah, are jumping. I know. I, 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 <laughs> jumping down to twenty-one. I have ADHD, and my brain goes all looks <laughs> like a pinball machine. All right, how about number seven, Auburn? Auburn looks really fucking good. I mean, really good. Like, I know they're ranked at seven, which is high, but I still feel like no one's talking about how fucking good Auburn looks this year. The reason nobody's talking about them is because there's two teams in the SEC who are better than them. Right. That's true, but that's and, and that also was my LSU point that, made waves too. So like now you got four teams at the top of the SEC. Well, and that was my point in that article too. I'm like, dude, the SEC is so stacked. Like no one's talking about Auburn, LSU, A and M, like these really good teams because there's Georgia and Alabama. Like, what are you gonna do? I know, and you know what? This is the first time I think in a couple. Last year the SEC had a down year. I yeah. mean, we had the two top teams. They have, but yeah, then, they have some down years um, from top to bottom. But every single year they're competing for the national championship, and that's my exactly. point. Like, even exactly. on their down years, they're winning national championships. Exactly. So the thing is with me, I look at it like this with Auburn. Let's see them win a big game. And I'm talking big, big. Like, well, let's they, see them not punch like a big team like Georgia or even like well, a Big Ten team in the mouth. And then we'll see what they do after that. Well, this weekend they got LSU. Well, that's the game I want to exactly. watch because exactly. I, 
That's what I'm saying. This this is going to prove a lot. It's going to show where everybody's at in the SEC in this exactly. game. Well, this is going to at least put who's three and who's four. Because yeah. you know Georgia and Bama are at the top. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to solidify who's where. Unless, let's just say hypothetically, Auburn beats the fuck out of LSU. Honestly, I might be like, okay, I think A&M's better than LSU now. Or vice versa. So it just depends. If it's a close game, it's going to be who's three and four in the SEC with that outcome. Also, Um, I want to see if A&M, if this week, can they come back and play that great again? Or if that was just a national spotlight, upset alert kind of game. Right, exactly. And so that's the thing. It's like, are they actually that good? I can't tell yet. I need to see something else from them. Because the problem is they're playing Louisiana Monroe this weekend. Yes, it's gonna be like a it's gonna be a tune down game. It's like it's like like I watched it was supposed to be what Florida State was supposed to have with uh, Samford this week, last week, and you saw what happened there. So I mean, not quite the longest yard, but it's like a tune up game. As long as A and M scores more than like forty five points and only allows Monroe to score like one touchdown, maybe then I'll be like, all right, yeah. And then the the thing is though, A and M plays at Alabama. The week after that, so and that's when we're gonna see. <laughs> yeah, that could be the upset for Alabama. Honestly, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised with how they played against Clemson. You never, yeah, know. I know they could be coming hard. Uh, so we'll see. It's it's in Tuscaloosa though, so highly unlikely. Anyway, exactly. that's two weeks down the road, I guess. Stanford at number nine. I mean, they technically deserve it because they haven't lost and they just beat USC. But the score of their game last weekend against USC was 17 to 3. I mean, how fucking boring is that? Like I think the pack is just not good this year. Well, I mean, the ASU did take out Michigan State, but then again, Big 10. Um <laughs> Exactly. That's <laughs> Stanford has never been that high-scoring team. It never will yeah. be. It's always been I'm going to run the ball down your throat for four quarters and I have a smart quarterback who's going to dink and dunk and then hit a couple bombs down the field. So Big it's 10 the- football Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a yeah, I, I I look at this game with Stanford, and they are a Big Ten team in the Pac-12. They yeah. bully all these fast Pac-12 teams because they can't out-physical them. Yeah. And that's how they win games. I guess my thing is just, like, I, I think USC was overhyped also. So, like, the win to me isn't that impressive. I watched it, and I was still somehow unimpressed. Just like Michigan-Notre Dame, I left, I left watching that game thinking, wow, neither one of these teams are that great. Or deserving to be in the top 10. Exactly. Um, that's how I felt with both those games. So, once again, the pack. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. 
when temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. To me, looks weak. Stanford at nine, I can't really argue it because they are undefeated and they're beating a ranked team, but we'll see. I don't think they're going to stay there. Washington at 10. I mean, Washington might actually be the best team in the pack. Who knows? Well, we're going to see later in the season. Honestly, with Washington, I don't know enough about them yet. I want to see them play another ranked opponent before I like get a actual bearing because you never get any of this from like watching these guys play these cupcake roster games at the beginning of the season. Well, I was impressed with their uh, week one game against Auburn. I mean, they looked good. They lost, but it was 16-21. They, it wasn't they, – yeah. They looked like a good team. I was like, wow, this actually – they look pretty solid. Are they a playoff team? No, they're not. But they look yeah. solid. Um, and them at 10. They it, play it, Utah this week, 2-0 Utah. So that could be an interesting game. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm totally wrong about Washington. And I know I just said I don't think Stanford should even be in the top 10. But for some reason, I'm okay with Washington at 10. So maybe I'm just fucking crazy. I don't know. I, I'm okay with it too. I, I, I Listen, until somebody shows me that they're not all right, or if I know for a fact this team is not deserving of a top ten ranking, uh, Notre Dame. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like. I think it's fine with Washington at ten, especially this early in the season when they put up a fight against a solid SEC team. Fine, go for it. Okay, so then here's here's another big one because we were just talking Big Ten. What about Penn State at eleven? Oh God, don't even bring that up. <laughs> oh, App God. State, dude. Appalachian State almost beat them in okay. overtime. I know, and here's the thing about Appalachian, Penn State, and I have a lot of Penn State fans in my family, and I try to be nice when I'm talking to them, but here's what I have to say. When I say Quinn Broccoli, that team is screwed by Moraine. Trace McSorley is not a solid quarterback. He is a poor man's Johnny Manziel. College Johnny Manziel, not pro Johnny Manziel. So, <laughs> yeah, that is the poor man's version. Yeah, so <laughs> he, he is a pro Johnny Manziel. No, I just, you know, I saw, I watched the game last year against Iowa, when Saquon Barkley broke that miracle run and yep. saved their butts, yep. I just I don't. He was see... a great player, no doubt oh. about that. I mean, he oh, was yeah. he was awesome. He was a lot of fun to watch. Great player, but yeah, I think you're right. It's just not the same team. It's not the same team, and they're gonna run into a big. I'm actually I want to check who they're playing next down the line a little bit because like I think they're gonna well, run they into play, one. They play Ohio State in two weeks. Oh yeah, they're they're done. So it's how it's gonna smack. And this and this goes back to my argument about the Big Ten though, right? Is that the Big Ten is overhyped because, okay, I don't think let's just say uh, Penn State should be ranked. That's fine. I'm okay with that. But twenty though, like come on. Right. So then here's my problem: is they play other Big Ten teams, and the irony is Big Ten is like oh SEC cupcake schedules, dude. Look at who they play. Okay, they play Indiana. That's cupcake. Iowa, yeah. that's all right. Michigan's all right. Well, okay, actually, they play pretty good teams. Wisconsin's good. But then, yeah. I mean, you got Rutgers, Maryland, like Illinois. That's just garbage. That's all cupcake. Well, the way you have to look at conference ranking is you have to look at it. What is the top ranked? What's the middle? What's the bottom ranked? Right. Would the bottom of a conference beat the bottom of the other conference? Right. That's what you have to rank it. And the thing is, the middle of the SEC would absolutely, and even the ACC for that matter, would ta- would like take to school half these Big Ten teams same thing with the bottom. Right. It's at the top. They have a couple of big guys. So, like, you, that, it kind of skews the rankings a little bit. 
I honestly could see them losing to Ohio State, Michigan, and possibly Illinois. They haven't. It's uh, they're in, yeah Illinois. So like I could see them losing all those games, and especially Wisconsin. They could have four losses by the end of the season because they just have all those games that could be like just a trap, and they could just be exposed for being very wonky. I guess the right word for it. They're not a solid team. I think yeah. I think the the game that is really going to prove to people like they're not as good as people think they are is when they lose to Iowa. I think a loss exactly. to Iowa would be like oh, they're just a pretty good team. And then I, think- I, I mean talking about the bottom of the conferences. I know I talked about this in my article, but you know let's look at the bottom of the SEC. Right, you got Arkansas, Missouri, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. I think those okay. are probably the bottom five right now. Mm-hmm. The bottom five for Big Ten, arguably. Rutgers, Purdue, Illinois, Indiana, and Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, that that's not even, like, the shittiest teams in the SEC would maybe shut out at least half those teams. I would love if that was Miami's first three games. Like, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. So that that's, that's another good point. Is like, dude, even fucking G5 schools would want to play those Big Ten teams. They'd exactly. be lining up to play them. They, like, I mean, Minnesota just barely beat Fresno State. You know, it's It'd just, be like national recognition, and they don't even have to put that much of an effort. So right, that's why, like, as a Houston alumni, I loved us playing Arizona uh, because they look like shit this year. So exactly. we get credit for beating a quote unquote, you know, P five team from the pack. But deep down inside, yeah. I'm like, that team fucking sucked. Like they deserve <laughs> to lose. <laughs> exactly. Um, right. LSU at twelve. Oh, I had to watch these them. guys. I always watch this guy's live. It's a fast team. They have a solid offense. Their quarterback play for once is not terrible. Yeah. They're dangerous. I, they I seriously are. think that they could take out Alabama. They are one of those teams that have a shot at taking Alabama well, out. Like I said, this weekend they play Auburn. That's going to so be we'll huge. See. And it's going to yeah, it's gonna tell us a lot about the SEC, especially uh, the SEC West. It's going to yeah. be huge. Um, Virginia Tech, they're dangerous. I love I love Beamer Ball. So here's, think, here, here's the thing, too. It's like they beat the fuck out of Florida State week one, right? 24 to 3. So we're exactly. all like, holy shit, Virginia Tech's really good. And I think they are good. No yeah. doubt. They're very competitive. They'll be in a great bowl game. But then we see what Florida State does this last it's weekend. Damn. And we're like, oh, okay, that win's not as impressive anymore. <laughs> I know. It's like me, like now I'm rooting for LSU the rest of the season because right. I want them to show like Miami wasn't a bad team. Exactly. We just it's the same it's the same scenario. So I look at Virginia Tech and they play great special teams. They've always played great defense. Josh Jackson is a great quarterback. I think he's I think he needs another year to develop because last year I watched him absolutely get his butt kicked by a couple of Bayer schools. The thing is, I Virginia Tech's that team that's so close to being a solid contender. They're on the cusp. It's that team that just needs one more year. Right. And it, it's, it, I think they're going to, if they're going to, because the way I look in the ACC, there's three teams at the top. It's, you know, it's the Canes, Tigers, and Hokies. Yeah, and I would agree. Gonna, yeah, and so you put Clemson at one, and honestly, and this is even fan bias, you put Miami at two because of the head coaching situation by itself. And two, we have more starters who have been playing longer. Most of our guys are second, third-year guys already, while a lot of Virginia Tech's guys, they lost both of the Edmonds brothers in the draft, by the way, so like there's half their leadership on defense. So I think that Virginia Tech is close. They're that one-year-away team. Like Next year, they could be competing for national title. Like They could knock off Miami and Clemson. The problem is that's like a perpetual state for them. They're always one year away. Like They'll never be that year, it seems like. 
It's but like, that was also under Frank Beamer. This is a new head coach. Okay, that's true. Yeah, I'll give I'll give you that. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'd put them over Miami or under Miami. That's a tough one. I, I won't because you know I just I see I watch Miami every week and I see the potential that my the Canes have. The problem is y'all don't play each other until what like November. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be an insane game. Yeah, oh, second man. to last game of the year. So I mean that's gonna be huge for the ACC. But uh, fourteen. West Virginia, I think an Will, awesome team. Will Greer, Will Greer, Will Greer. Yeah, I mean they're they're so good. They could be higher than fourteen. They're they could be are. they could be honestly eleven to me because their yeah. offense just lights it up. Yeah, I, I agree. I think they're just outside the top ten team, and then maybe depending on how the rest of the season goes, maybe even break into the top ten. They are really good. That's going to be an awesome when they get to play Oklahoma. Exactly, that'll be very interesting. They don't play Oklahoma until the last game of the season, so. It'll That's be interesting, that. and it's in West Virginia too. Morgantown. Ooh, that will be great. I'm not gonna say that's gonna be my upset pick that week, but like that may be my like that pick. That I say like, listen, like West Virginia <laughs> is something here. Like this may actually be the game. The problem is Oklahoma has a good quarterback too, or a great quarterback too. So I, it's... All right, I, but we, but honestly, we don't know which one is gonna show up. One of them might have a bad game, and it might just cost them the entire season. I mean, shit, it's the last game of the season. One might be fucking injured, God forbid. But yeah, like, like <laughs> we got Kyle a while. Could jump out of bounds the wrong way, or like Will Greer could fall on his butt after getting hit and like break right. something. Who knows? Uh, immediately after them at 15, TCU, yeah, definitely. They could even possibly be higher. We'll see what happens with them. They play uh, Ohio State this weekend. I think regardless of if they win or lose, they're going to go up in the ranking, just even if they keep the game close. Yeah. I think they're going to hop up a little bit. I think they'll at least keep it close if they lose. I, I think so, too. And I think with TCU, like we talked about this before, they're a solid team with Gary Patterson. They're going to be that – at the end of the year, they're going to be that 10 to 15 ranked team just outside the top two yeah. of the Big 12. And they're going to be a great team. It's just they just don't have enough firepower to beat Oklahoma or West Virginia. In my and they're, they're going to whoop whoever they play in a bowl game. That's what oh, they're exactly. going to do. It's going to be a really good bowl game, but they'll beat the shit out of, like, Colorado or something. <laughs> You're like, why are these teams matched up? Um, exactly. Yeah, the Ohio State game for them this weekend is going to be fucking huge. That's – that's a big one. LSU, Auburn, and TC Ohio State. I know college game day is going to be in Fort Worth for the Ohio Ooh, State game. So that'll that, be good. Uh, Mississippi that, State like, at 16. I mean, you can't really – it's weird because you're like, I feel like they shouldn't be a good team with a new head coach. But, I mean, they beat the ever-living shit out of Stephen F. Austin week one and then just beat Kansas State. So With Bill Snyder, who's been there, I think, since the dawn of the dinosaurs. But, well, I mean – I mean, Bill Snyder's gonna die there. Like that's no. <laughs> he's gonna die in his. He's gonna die during practice or something. Like, yeah, gonna, it's gonna be it, on the sideline of a football with, field with, in with a smile on his face too, because the guy just loves that school. Yeah. The thing is with Mississippi State, they're 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 like the sixth best team in the SEC. They're gonna be like the twenty fifth or twenty fourth ranked team because they're gonna they're gonna play a good team, get their butt kicked, but then win all their cupcake games the rest of the year, like an SEC team usually does, who's ranked lower. And that's going to be it. And they're going to be a good team. It's just they're going to be with that three-loss team at 24, 25. Well, I mean. And I just don't – they don't have enough wow to me to stay at where they are. And look, and look at this. This just furthers the argument for the SEC. Listen to their schedule after Louisiana Lafayette when their actual conference schedule begins. This is yeah. in order their schedule. Uh, at Kentucky, home against Florida, at or home against Auburn, at LSU, home against A&M. 
Uh, we'll skip Louisiana Tech. That's nothing. At <laughs> Alabama, home against Arkansas, and at Ole Miss. I mean, that's a fucking tough schedule. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. They can lose half those games. They I honestly could. think Kentucky's. A, I think Kentucky might actually be a decent team. They might like, be. Yeah, they might be. I mean, they just beat Florida. Like, they. Could I also be. think. I think Florida just needs to re. Like, don't tell what Brandon. Is. Well, Brandon will probably hear this, but like, I'm going to say <laughs> it anyway. They're the fourth best team in Florida right now. So I mean. Yeah. It's it's just ugly, but like I'm happy I mean, for the Kentucky. La- the last so, time Kentucky beat Florida was 1986. Ferris Bueller's I, Day Off was the number one movie in theaters. Shout out. <laughs> Just, that's a, a crazy to think about. But, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, Mississippi State, they're ranked at 16 because they're a good team. But the problem with being especially in the SEC West is they could lose half their fucking remaining games. I mean, that's oh, just yeah. how dangerous it is to be in that conference. But, you know, if you talk to a Big Ten fan, they'll say that they're overhyped. Uh, 17, Boise State. <laughs> <laughs> 17, Boise State. Definitely deserve it. I love every time we get a G5 team ranked. Oh, yeah. I love that shit. So they play Oklahoma State this weekend, and they'll probably lose. Oklahoma State's ranked 24 underneath them. It's the power of the mullet. I know. It's unfortunate because Oklahoma State's a really good team. They're ranked 24. Boise State, also a good team, ranked 27. but 17. Yeah, sorry. Um, And they're playing in Stillwater. So I just don't. (laughs) Look, that'd be badass if Boise State won. I love the G5 teams. But I don't see it happening or being very likely. So. Oh yeah, no, I just you know, Boise State is a solid team, but it's not the Ian Johnson, Kellen Moore, Jared Zabrowski teams that right. we saw like when we were younger. Because that team, like now they're in a big school, now they can't sneak up on guys anymore. Now every team's like, oh, Boise State, we actually have to prepare for right, guys right, exactly. Now. And that's part of the problem when you become like a a good G five team that people recognize then they like prepare for you you're not gonna exactly. upset them like app state upsets people because people kind of overlook them um exactly. your boys east state your ucf you know shout out your houston <laughs> you know people prepare speaking of which at 18 ucf this national one, champs <laughs> this one's a little heartbreaking for me just because i think ucf should be above boise state but that's just my bias has nothing to do other than just me being biased and saying that the American Conference is better than the Mountain West Conference. It is. But um, they'll stay around there for the rest of the season, honestly. I mean, they're, I don't think they'll lose a single game. They're not playing UNC anymore, or at least it's postponed, obviously, because yeah. of the hurricane. But then yeah. they play Florida Atlantic, Pitt, SMU, Memphis. Might, you know, they'll give them a run for their money. 
ECU, Temple, Navy will give them a little bit of a challenge. Cincinnati will be a challenge. USF not, will be a challenge. But other they're going to be undefeated again. They they might. It I I think at most they'll lose one game. They'll probably you know what they might lose like um they might lose one of those like like crapshoot games. I think I mean, Temple they play on Thursday. Well, and their so last the last three games are Navy, Cincinnati, and USF. Those are all three really good teams. Yeah. So that's pretty tough. Like back to back to back. So who knows? I also could, they also they have a bye week between um, ECU and Temple. They they honestly could get get hit on that game. I don't know. So. No, no way. Temple's dog shit. No I, way. I know. I, I you know what? Honestly, <laughs> I've seen crazier things happen. Dude, so like Temple Temple is worse than Rutgers. <laughs> that is very true. I'm taking back what I said because I realized I'm like, wait, Temple really? Temple. Did I say that? Look, All Temple right. has been good. I'll give you the Temple used to be good. Like two or three years ago, they were really really good. They are Definitely dog they shit. They D1 players now, so like they're ever, now. ever since they lost Matt Rule to Baylor, they've gone just way down the hill. Yeah, um, fair. Michigan at number 19. <laughs> if you're going to ask me, I think that's overranked. Oh, God, they don't even deserve to be ranked. Oh, right. Lord. Oh, God. <sighs> don't worry. I'm going to get to the worst one yet. Um, I'm not even going to spend any time with Michigan. Oregon at 20. They're undefeated. You know, what are you going to say? I mean, they have, quarter, they have one of the best quarterback prospects in the country too. So I they're mean, undefeated it's... though against Bowling Green and Portland State, and then this weekend they play San Jose State, arguably the worst team in all of college football, outside of maybe Texas State, Rutgers, Kansas, or they're... UConn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? It's Oregon. They're gonna. They... They always do this, there. though. They always schedule, like, the lightest opening to the yeah. season, and then they, yeah. they kind of sneak their way up, and they get their momentum to play later in the year. And then once they, like, come up against, like, a USC or a Stanford or something, um, yeah, they'll lose. So Yeah, exactly. They're not – They're. it's not the Chip Kelly days. They're not right. going to beat teams anymore. Right. They're not a national contending team. They're not. They're a good team. But they're – like I said, they'll stay – they'll hover around that ranking. Um, at – Let's see, 21, we have uh, Miami. I wonder if you have any opinions on Miami. Uh, should I start playing the Uncle Luke now or should I wait? <laughs> Obviously, we we kind of already talked about them, you know, I, week one against LSU. LSU is honestly one of the best teams in the country, in my opinion. They came back against Savannah and played better than I thought they could have. By the way, fun fact, their freshman feet on Noska Perry threw three dime pass times. I watched him play for a whole quarter. He's better than Rozier. So, watch it. If Miami gets in another dicey game like they did against Pitt last year, watch them throw Perry in and Perry do what the, the guy from Alabama did and just light it up because this guy can ball. I'm telling you, Rattlesnake, I've never seen a quarterback in a Miami Hurricanes uniform throw dime passes like that since Ken Dorsey. This kid is a freak. And Ooh. he's mobile, good arm, accuracy. It, after watching Rozier for the last two years, I honestly thought this was a breath of fresh air. So I think honestly that's but and, you know also you know their defense has just got so many returning stars and so much speed. Travis Homer is the most underrated running back in the ACC by a mile. The guy's a stud. Miami is going to be there for going to be moving up. I don't see them losing a long time, for a long time soon until at least Virginia Tech. Uh, twenty-two USC. I mean the problem with that <laughs> is they're they're probably good enough to be ranked. The issue here is they play in Austin this weekend. I think I'm actually going to. Not go to the game, but go to the tailgate. Oh yeah, um, that's always the best bet. They're go gonna, to yeah, the, dude. The tickets are a couple hundred bucks, cheapest one. Wow. Um, but yeah, they're they're gonna win that game, mm-hmm. and then you know they'll probably go up a little bit in the rank, undeservingly, 
So, you know, they'll hover around. Arizona State, right below them. They they might be the, I don't know, they might actually be real, the real deal. The problem is I think Michigan State is just not good. Oh, I, Mark D'Antonio's lost his touch, man. Yeah. He doesn't have – I sad. just I, – I, it is sad because he's a great – he's one of the great guys in college football. But, yeah. like, I don't see him getting his team past that anymore. I think Arizona State is a pretender. I think they're a good pretender, but they're a pretender. Um, Oklahoma State, 24. They played Boise State this weekend. That'll be a test. You know, I think they're probably going to win. Mm-hmm. But if they if they do win, especially if they, like, decisively win, then I'm like, okay, yeah. Oklahoma State's legit this year. They're, I think they're at least the number four team right now in the Big 12. You know, take yeah. that with however you'd like because there's only ten fucking teams in that conference. It's Mike Gundy's squad, so you know they're always going to come out and score a lot of points. Right. So, like... And they're always gonna have a solid guy at quarter under center. So it's 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 Oklahoma State. You're not it's it's the same thing every year. They're gonna have an undersized, slower receiver who dominates college competition. It happens with Justin Blackman, Des Bryant, J- James Washington. It's just it's the way that that school has always been. Uh, and then twenty five. Obviously, I've referenced this pretty much the whole fucking ranking. Michigan oh my State, lord! They almost lost to Utah State week one. Utah State. Look, if there's any Utah State fans listening, no offense. Y'all had a good game. Nothing no, bad God. against you. But but a Big Ten team that is preseason ranked, you know, supposed to be somewhat of a contender, they should, no offense, Utah State, to you and Evan McGuinness Kaepernick played there. Okay, come on. Let's be honest <laughs> but they should beat the shit out of you. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. It should, have been a, it should have been a runner. But Michigan State is not a good team. They don't even deserve to be ranked 25. I honestly could. I should. I would rather see Utah A and M, not Boston College, but definitely Houston or even Colorado thrown in there. Maybe Iowa. I would say. I would say A and M right away. I, I can't believe that yeah. they didn't get ranked after after that close loss to Clemson. That honestly blows my mind. That Arizona State. They shouldn't State. take it personally because Michigan State's probably going to lose in the next couple weeks anyway. Right. Right. So I mean, yeah, it's week two. Not yeah. a huge deal. Um, that right. was a mouthful. All right, so we have gone way over time that we were supposed to, but last thing to wrap it up, you said that you think that there's going to be a lot of change this year in the playoffs. What four teams do you think are going to be there? I think right now I see Alabama. Of course, mm-hmm. they're going to win the SEC unless, unless LSU is the team that could beat them. I don't see Auburn. I don't see Georgia. Alabama has always had their number. Saban has always outsmarted those guys, but LSU – Something about Ed Orgeron's like ignorant bliss gets them through games. He has the talent to beat these guys, and that team is loaded from top to bottom with talent. I think they could honestly upset Alabama, but I think it's a very like a five percent chance. So it's going to be Alabama at one. Hear me out here. This isn't even biased. <laughs> All right. I don't. This is even biased here. Watch Virginia Tech or Miami cause some problems for Clemson down the line. Yeah, Not I mean, only, I I I can see them losing a game, a, a, a cupcake game on a Thursday, and their whole team because Kelly Bryant is not Deshaun Watson or Taj Boyd. He is not. He is not that good of a talent. He's sloppy. Honestly, the 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 white kid is great. He, this kid can ball, but the thing is, he's going to make dumb mistakes too because he's a freshman. So I just you know what? There's just that two quarterback system also has in my head a little like, okay, wait a minute, that just shouldn't even work at high school. Why is it even in college? So, I don't know. Clemson, there's just a lot of things up in the air. I think this is the year Dabo kind of loses the, the grip a little bit on the rope. 
and they kind of go off the rails a little bit. They're a little bounce back next year because it's Clemson, but last like in the the other two teams, I could see Oklahoma getting in, Ohio State possibly, um, LSU of course I referenced earlier, Virginia Tech. There's like a couple teams in my head I just see them having enough to sneak in, but I seriously think the biggest threat to Alabama is an LSU or an Ohio State or if they can survive this week or even a Virginia Tech So I mean, Oklahoma. I agree. Alabama definitely has a lot of threats, uh, and so does Clemson. The difference is Alabama's getting in, I think, regardless. Clemson, you might be right. I could see them slipping out, especially how they performed against A&M this weekend. So, or last yeah. weekend. So, I think it's going to be Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, and I know you hate Florida State, so I'll let you just make fun of their backpack. Like, for all right. two minutes. No no problem, because I, I think next next week we do this, we got to kind of chop down the top 25 or maybe just do something in a different order. But, <laughs> all right. So, as you all know, I am a Miami fan. I think we've referenced enough today. I love the turnover chain. I think it's a great thing for college football. I wrote a whole damn article about it. Check it out on Belly of Sports, by the way. More turnover chains, less Alabamas. Um, <laughs> that was my home right hitter article, by the way. Uh, I'm going to say this. They So I saw this. I didn't even know about this until DJ Williams, who I follow on Instagram because of his brand, Dime Life. It's all this Miami-themed gear. And I saw him talking about this backpack. So I had to look this up. It is this Gucci-looking backpack. Yep. It's maroon with gold yep. like, like uh, zippers. The thing looks so stupid. It doesn't belong in a football field. It belongs more at a fashion show in New York. It does not scream college football. For Tallahassee, who is Tallahassee, which is kind of a weird town to begin with, this doesn't make any sense. It's about as stupid as that rap video they had with Deion Sanders in the 80s. <laughs> no, I, that, honestly, that's a good rap video, by the way. I just want to throw it's, that out. It's got prime time in it, so I got to love it regardless. <laughs> but I just it just bewilders me that they thought this was a good idea. And the fact is now they're getting roasted by everybody, even Florida State fans. If you look on the comments, it is atrocious. Yeah. And, it just, and the fact is then they got their butt kicked early by Stanford, yep. and they kind of caught up at the end and won, but – Oh my gosh! This yeah. is better than I ever could have dreamed. It was Miami. Um, I'm I'm not a huge Miami, uh, Florida State fan. I got to watch them play one time in Atlanta in the Peach Bowl when my boys, the Houston Cougars, beat the shit out of them. What, great two game, years by the way. Great game. Yeah, great I was game. at that game. It was fucking awesome. That was my only experience with Florida State. Their fans are fucking terrible. They're Just, horrible people. Yeah. Oh my god. They're. I mean, they were wearing like. Tank tops, white Oakleys. It's New Year's, by the way. <laughs> and they, they are literally the. I, I don't want to say this on a podcast. You can edit this out, but they are literally white trash. It, the no, town is white. That's trash. totally okay. Yeah, it's white trash. <laughs> the it's like the Jersey Shore of Florida. Listen, uh, I, my family's from Jersey. If you go anywhere west of, I can't remember the town. I think it's like if you go anywhere west, even within a mile of the beach, it just goes to crap. Well, yeah, I mean they're probably Florida State fans. I mean, they're hey, douche. Oh. They were like, "What's a University of Houston? I've never even heard of you." And I'm like, "Dude, we're fucking playing you in this bowl game. Like, what does that say about you if you've never heard of us? Like, does your team suck then?" And we beat, doing, beat the they, fuck out of them. I know um, they've been whippets the entire time or yeah. something. So, so either way, uh, yeah, the backpack's fucking stupid. In an age where internet memes and trolling is like the biggest thing, like, why would you bring that out onto the field? You know, you're Rabbit. gonna get trolled on the internet. Rattlesnake, I found a meme about the backpack. I will send it to you after this yep. podcast I is need over. To see it. It is 
I will send it to you because you'll get a kick out of this. But <laughs> that's that's all I got. All right. I, I, I got this troll Florida State for a little bit, so I'll, I'll go to sleep a happy man now. Well, it won't be a little bit. I think it's going to be all season that you'll get to troll that team. Oh, great. <laughs> I can't wait to play them in October. It's going to be a slugfest. All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Uh, we will have you back on sometime soon, and we'll do another episode with you. All right. That'd be great. I, lo- I enjoyed it greatly. All right. More uh, time just to talk shit about Florida State. That or Notre Dame, too. I'm, or Notre I'm, Dame, I'm, yeah. I'm so next time, they, next time they lose, then we can come back on, and we'll talk about that. You might hear me just playing like some like anti-Notre Dame stuff on my phone. <laughs> All right. Peace out. All right. Thanks, Rattlesnake. I love it. And we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Are you an extremely talented college football player? Do you need someone to help take care of the monotonous day-to-day issues that you normally have to deal with for free? That's right. I'm Anthony Bellabucci, professional college football player, personal assistant, and legally speaking, I work as a volunteer. No matter the issues, big or small, I'll be there to help take care of it for you. I can help make sure your books for class have been taken care of, or even help ensure that the car payments on your brand new Mercedes-Benz that's under your parents' names because your dad recently received an irregular raise went through. And God forbid you decide not to graduate college, but instead pursue the extremely luxurious and lavish lifestyle of a professional football player, I could probably help you with that as well. Don't let the annoying daily tasks of life get in the way of focusing on what you're passionate about, football. Have you ever seen the HBO premiere hit series Ballers? Of course you have, and I know what you're probably thinking, and the answer is yes. I am essentially Dwayne The Rock Johnson from the hit series Ballers. Unfortunately, I'm not as ethnically ambiguous as Dwayne The Rock Johnson, so I'm a little bit more like Mark Wahlberg. Imagine Mark Wahlberg in the premiere HBO hit series Ballers. That's like me. And also, I work for free, because once again, legally speaking, I work as a volunteer. So... If you're an unusually talented college football player and want someone to help handle things you don't want to have to deal with anymore, call my office today in South Palm Beach, Miami at 555-55-FUCK-YOU. If you're a football player who's really good, call Anthony Balabucci because he's legally volunteer. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. All right, I'm here with Ox from Cleveland, Ohio. Went to Toledo, so big Matt guy. Say what's up, Ox. What's happening, guys? All right, so we are going to dive into Mac and G5 football because I love that shit. But first I wanted to start with breaking news. I just saw this on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen this yet. Nearly 35,000 people have signed a petition asking LSU to release Mike the Tiger and permanently stop having a live Tiger mascot. Why so, the fuck would they do that? I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. That's the dumbest thing ever. Uh, I, I think the best comment I saw on here is... Who's this guy? John Mark. That's a, that's him on Twitter. His comment was, okay. Mike has a much richer habitat than 67% of Baton Rouge. And I feel like that's oh. the best way to fucking explain that. Like, why are you going to release the tiger that lives better than a majority of citizens in the, your own state of Louisiana? So, yeah, what are they going to be, a fucking crawfish? Yeah, I don't know. That's the that's the dumbest thing ever. And LSU fans always make fun of Ole Miss fans because they can't figure out what their new mascot is. And I just feel like Ole Miss is just now like, yeah, okay. Now it's coming back to you, asshole. Yeah, uh, that's 
Anyway, yeah, not much to say there. Just thought that was funny as shit. I, little, little I, did, I, did, I didn't know that, actually. I'll put that in the bank. I didn't know that. Yeah, so keep an eye on that, because that would be fucking hilarious if they had to get rid of their mascot. Um, was... But let's just jump right into the Mac. You okay. want to talk Toledo? I know you're, that's your biggest interest. You're going to the game, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm a homer, obviously. I went, I'm a rocket, you know, at heart. Um, yeah, going um, to the game with my boys I went to college with. It's, you know... They're playing the the U's coming to Toledo, which is it's rare to have a big school like that come out to like a max school. Usually it's an away game, so or usually it's Miami of Ohio. Uh, or yeah, <laughs> you're not absolutely. getting Miami of Florida way up there usually. Right. No. So the Hurricanes are coming out here, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited with all my, all my boys are going, and it's it's gonna be a good game. I'm telling you, the um, last year. Toledo was up at half, and they had some key injuries to Cody Thompson, who's a receiver, should have a big game. And, uh, you know, they they used two different quarterbacks, Toledo does. They threw 11 different receivers against VMI. I mean, they're dangerous, you know, so. Yeah, they beat the shit out of VMI. So they've only had one game. Yeah, uh, true. 66 to 66-3 against VMI. Is there a reason they only had one game? They just, they had a, was it a bye, I guess? I, I, you know what? I think they just gave them an extra week to prepare for Miami, man. The gangsters coming up from nice. Florida. Yeah, there you go. You got to get ready. Got to get ready for those thugs, right? Yeah, they're going to toss out like the freaking Miami defense gold chains, keeping it classy. I will yeah. say this podcast so far is like night and day because I had a conversation with another person that my first conversation on this podcast, and he is a Miami yes. fan. So the whole that whole talk was pro Miami, you know, Miami this, Miami that. He thought they were going to win the ACC, you know, yada yada yada. So it's really awesome to talk to a Toledo fan that's ready to beat Miami. Oh, I definitely. I mean, I mean, I can go both ways. The only way, and Miami is favored to win. I actually have spoiler thirty eight thirty one Toledo, but oh okay. There's there's two key guys in that game that you want to watch out for Miami, and it's, if they can contain those dual quarterbacks, um, Eli Peters and Mitch Grognani, who are the two quarterbacks um, that played against VMI. And mind you, it's VMI. I'm aware of that. But um, the defensive lineman, Joe Jackson and uh, Gerald Willis, if they can get to the quarterback and sort of contain Toledo's dual quarterbacks, it might be a different outcome, but you never know. And, and the funny thing is, actually, my buddy who went to Toledo – I'm at his house right now. He's a diehard Miami Hurricanes fan. Oh, man. That's the Hurricanes and the Duke fan. That's the Homer guy. Yeah. God damn it. That's the worst. I, know. I have written so many articles making fun of people like that. So that's that's perfect. Um, oh. I'll, I will give you all the benefit of the doubt here a little bit, or at least play devil's advocate, I guess. The only okay. win Miami has was over Savannah State, 77-0, similar to y'all's win against VMI. I'd say similar Touché. quality teams. So, mm-hmm. you know, they got their asses beat by LSU. And to be fair, LSU could be that good. I mean, it's an SEC West team. You know, they, they could actually be that good. But, you know, benefit of the doubt for y'all, the only win Miami has is very similar to y'all's win. So it's it's hard to say going into this game. Right, no, I, I agree. And uh, side note, being from Ohio, uh, Burroughs is a transfer from Ohio State quarterback for LSU. Just side note. Okay, yeah. How do you, well, I guess, how do you feel about LSU this year? Um, I'll tell you what. 
I like what they got. I actually like Joe Burrows at Ohio State. We're just so stacked at quarterback. Right. When we got the Tate Martell transfer from A&M, you know, and we're, we're pretty set. So Burrows, is, he's, he's no joke, you know. So I like him. They always have receivers that pop out of nowhere that make plays. They always load up on running back. I mean, it's LSU. You know what I mean? Right, and that's the thing about LSU. Uh, they never really have to rely on their quarterback. So if they just have somebody competent, they'll, they'll oh. be fine. Yeah, they, they produce NFL player after NFL player. Right. I love the, the, the rest of their team is all, you know, five-star recruits. So, yeah. um, we'll see how many recruits they get after they're called the LSU Crawfish. Excuse me, five five-star recruits they get. You know what? I, I would have went there if they were the Crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, what was that? What's that team? The, uh, the Shockers? Oh, Wichita that? State? Wichita State Shockers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will yeah. say – uh, you know, as an alumni from the University of Houston, our hand sign is the shocker. I, I like it. Yeah, it's literally. I mean, there's a there's a backstory. I won't go too deep into it. Uh, essentially, I guess it's related to this though. Live mascot, our live cougar on the field got its paw, one of its paws ripped off in the cage, and so uh, all the fucking Texas fans were like mocking us and doing that sign, and then we beat their ass, so we took it. <laughs> Um, but either way, it's still it's the shocker. So, yeah, it's it's a, it's a little weird throwing it up. But um, you know, you know what, Matt game I'm interested in. Obviously, y'all's game is going to be huge. It'll be very interesting. Huge potential upset. That would be awesome. But yeah. Eastern Michigan and Buffalo, I'm interested in. Well, I mean, I don't, they're both two and zero, and they're both right. tough. So that's the thing. It's like. Is Purdue really that bad of a team? I mean, the answer is yes, obviously. Purdue fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. They're, that, they're, that, they're that bad for the Big Ten, right? But yeah. are they just overall, in general, that bad of a team? Or is Michigan or Eastern Michigan actually like pretty legit? I don't know. Um, same with Buffalo, you know? Temple is dog shit. So right. was that win that impressive? Or is Buffalo just legit this year? You know what, Buffalo, Buffalo's a tough one. It's, it's another one of those MAC teams that have a lot of the recruits come in, um, like their running backs are always studs. And in the MAC, you get like a, a lot of the quarterbacks that come into the MAC don't come in as quarterback recruits. You know, mm, okay. I, I think Buffalo is a good team. I like. I think Eastern Michigan's way more legit than Buffalo in my mind. That's I mean, just my yeah, opinion. I, I would say so just based on their wins so far. I would say Eastern right. Michigan's the better team just because, I mean, Purdue and Temple both suck. I mean, that's no doubt. They're both terrible programs this year. But um, I would imagine Purdue would beat Temple, so I'm going to give a little well, bit of an I, edge to Eastern Michigan on that. Purdue's that bad, you never know, man. It's, they're that's fucking terrible. True. That's true. And in my in my previous conversation, I went into a huge rant about, I mean, I'm sure you're a Big Ten fan, but I went to this huge rant about why the Big Ten's overrated. And, I mean, not not every year, but this year. They're just, it's not a very good conference this year. I, and you know what? I Like I said, I, I'm Big Ten, I'm Cleveland sports, but I'm a non-biased sports fan. And, and I agree with you. I mean, it was, see, I loved when I, I'll, I'm going to refer back to Ohio State. When they had the, of course. when they, of course I am, but it, it, it comes down to the, the schedule though, the strength of schedule. Like the what was it? Six years they played like Miami, 
two years. Then they played Texas with Colt, like Vince uh, Vince Young and uh, Colt McCoy. Right. And they played USC. That was a cool like six years. And they ended, I think, with Washington. But um, just to pick up big games like that, because honestly, the Big Ten has been weak. I feel right. like they need to pick up games like that. Like, oh, I say it's playing TCU. Okay, but it's not. I wish they'd pick up. I don't know, man. I'll get, I I give a lot of respect for picking up TCU because that's a team that I feel like never gets quite the credit they deserve. They're a great team. So it's almost, I don't want to say lose-lose for Ohio State, but it's definitely win-win for TCU. They're a great team. I, I think they could yeah. play with Ohio State. They might not win, but they're going to play with them. And even if they lose by only a little bit, that makes TCU look even better because Ohio State's the number four team in the country. I agree with you. 100% I agree with you. Um, and it's just, it, I, I really, I'm not trying to go into another Big Ten rant, I promise. But my whole I thing know. was, my whole thing was like preseason, all these Big Ten fans I kept seeing online making fun of SEC cupcake schedules because, you know, they don't start their season out with anybody serious. And then right. I'm looking at the Big Ten schedules and I'm like, okay, in, you know, in the middle of the season, you're, you're getting to play Rutgers, Purdue, Illinois. Minnesota, you know, I'm like, uh, that's a cupcake schedule. Like, it is. It is. I mean, Rutgers and Purdue alone is just pure cupcake. And, you know, the SEC, yeah, they might not start their season with anybody big, but you know what? Alabama has to play Auburn, LSU, Texas A&M. Are they? No, they don't play Georgia. Either way, they're playing a lot of fucking great teams throughout the season. So I don't know. I I just go back and forth on this, but I think this year I'm not impressed by the Big Ten. As a as a Buckeyes fan and uh, big like I would I wouldn't say I'm a Big Ten fan I just I'm a Buckeyes fan but I agree with you yeah I, and I have no argument there and no in my article there. I gave credit I said I give credit where credits due Ohio State clearly is one of the best teams in the whole country they're outside mm-hmm. this argument you know Wisconsin and Ohio State are outside the argument because clearly they're great teams my thing is like Michigan State I think is dog shit this year and I can't believe they're still ranked. Because Michigan skates, it's one of those coin flips, man. Yeah, but like a and should have been in that twenty-five spot. I agree. Uh, their I loss agree was so much better. All right, all right. I'm gonna move on. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm not fall into hey. this fucking rant again. Take, take take a sip of beer. Take a deep breath. Whatever you gotta do. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> and the worst I'm part. Take a sip of, the worst part I'm is I'm not even. 20... <laughs> I'm not even an SEC fan. This is the worst part. I've, like, pigeonholed myself into a thing that I don't even fucking like. So then SEC fans will be like, hell yeah, brother. And I'm like, no, fuck you, dude. <laughs> You're just as obnoxious. Like, I'm not trying to side here. So I pigeonholed myself, I guess. I just got to shut the fuck up. Uh, I'm okay. a G5 fan, all right? I like credit okay. where credit is due. G5. We can talk about some of the better G5 teams. I don't know how much you yeah. keep up with G5. Not a lot of people do. Um there's some good G5 teams out there. Obviously, the American Conference is the best G5 conference. Um, UCF, killing it once again. South Florida, fucking killing it. You know, both 2-0. and Cincinnati, out of nowhere also. I don't know if you've watched any Cincinnati games, but they beat UCLA week one. Oh, Cincinnati. I uh, From my town around Cleveland, um, I still follow like high school sports. Like I've- Right crazy person and um one of the guys i yes we do tailgate at high school sports that's how crazy we are uh and, dude i'm from texas come on you don't this guy's, tell me yeah texas that's right but this guy's like 55 his son 
is the backup quarterback for Cincinnati last team, Sopko from Avon, Ohio. Okay. So he, he's not starting yet, but Cincinnati, I mean, hey, there's one of the, there's one of those teams that can come up and get you, man. Well, I'm telling you, next year Cincinnati is gonna make a run for the American Conference because last year they had the number one recruiting class in the conference. I think maybe two years in a row now. So Cincinnati. Yeah, shit. yeah, Cincinnati. Right. They've been recruiting the shit out of kids. So they have a really young team, and they're already winning a lot. I mean, they just beat UCLA. So watch next year or the year after that. They're going to make a run for the conference. Um, you know, they, they used to be good in the Big East. They used to compete. So yeah, they can come back. Um, fucking Navy just last week beat Memphis 22-21. I don't know if you watched that. That was Oh, huge. yeah, Navy. Yeah. That was they're a huge tough. game. Yeah, I, I did not expect Navy to be that good this year. Obviously, my boys, the Houston Cougars, 2-0, just embarrassed Arizona. Ed Oliver Wood? Ed Oliver Wood? <laughs> Where you at? Where you at, Ed? Dude, did you watch the Arizona game? I, like bits and pieces, man. It I, was, was, I was at the bar. I was taking shots. I, I was I was looking up and down a little bit. You know? it, I, I understand if you didn't because it was a massacre. I mean, the score says 45-18, to 18, but that was being generous at the end there. Like, that, they were <laughs> they are a bad team. And, you know, I'm not trying to overhype Houston here. I'm not saying that they're – maybe they could be ranked. I don't know. We'll see. They play Texas Tech this weekend. They I could. Guess. They really could. They really could, honestly. After this weekend, depending on what they do to Texas Tech and Lubbock, if they beat Texas Tech and Lubbock, they should be ranked. But just against Arizona, I'll say right now, Arizona is fucking trash, dude. Khalil Tate didn't do anything. <laughs> anything. And, yeah, and, they're, uh... and they'll try to say that he got injured or whatever. Dude, he tripped. I saw that shit. They wrapped up his ankle and he played the rest of the game. He's fine. I heard about that. It's like, put a patch on it, bro, and go play fucking football, man. Like, give me a break. I mean... I, I want Houston to put Ed Oliver at running back and start, like, oh, what was it? The Nigerian nightmare for the Chiefs. Christian Okoye, he had Oliver's ass. Put him at running back, start running people over. <laughs> hey, he did... Uh, I watched him score a touchdown. Was it last year or two years ago? Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, last year, yeah. He scored a touchdown. He ran it in. Jesus. Yeah, look it up. The guy, he's a fucking monster. <laughs> he's I just... should be a coach. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, you can you can be a coach for U of H. Hell, anybody can be a coach for U of H, and then you'll get a fucking high-paying job. I mean, you look at all of our last coaches, Art Bryles, Kevin Sumlin, Tom Herman. I mean, you know, it's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> But, yeah, so those are obviously the American Conference teams. They're fucking great. Some of the Conference USA, North Texas is looking pretty good. I don't know if you've kept up with them at all. North Texas. Oh yeah, UNT, God. man. They just beat the – week one, they beat the shit out of SMU, 46-23. I thought, are they 1AA, man? No, man, they're Conference USA. The UNT, oh. Mean Green. The Mean Green. You know how I remember North Texas? No, no disrespect. It's from playing the old school NCAA video game. And that was like one of the first teams I play against like Toledo yeah, on PlayStation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> hey, you don't have to say no disrespect. I could care less about that fucking team. Something, All right, cool. something interesting like... about them though, you know, mean Joe green. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Dallas that's that's yeah. where he got his nickname. He went there. No shit. I did not know that. Cause they're How the... dare you know more about sports than me? That upset me a little bit. <laughs> No, it's just now Texas. I know something else. It's just Texas sports. <laughs> Don't worry. Outside Texas, I'm like, I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. Uh, when but it comes yeah. to sports, I want to know everything. 
<laughs> yeah, UNT plays Arkansas, though, this weekend. And Arkansas is not very good. They got a new coach, Chad Morris from SMU. Uh, they're not very good this year. So that could actually be an upset. I know that sounds stupid, but they've been demolishing all their competition. So I don't know. Potential upset, honestly. I, I, I think going into that, people would probably call me crazy, but I could see no, it. I, mean, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. I, who, do you, who do you think are the players, the standout ones, are going to be the, the guys watching that game? The players from UNT? Yeah. Oh, I don't fucking know. I don't know the players from UNT. I watched their, <laughs> Why? So I was like, what the fuck? I watched their game against SMU, but I don't remember the I don't remember the guys that were playing. <laughs> and let me tell you one thing. Um, I'm sure you've watched like the 30 for 30s, all that shit. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Oh, Sports yeah. guys like us always watch that, right? Oh, yeah. I love it. So I, I always root for SMU just over that bullshit, man. So I hate SMU. I fucking hate I hate SMU so much. They're my least favorite school maybe in the country. You didn't like Cortland Sutton, man? Dude, SMU can go suck a dick. That's how I feel I, about SMU. They can suck a dick and then die. I uh, sort of knew I was cooking a bear there. I had to do it like nicely though. Dude, you know? yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Just all right, here's the deal. Let me let me tell you real quick the deal about SMU. All right. Get it out. Especially it out. especially from a kid that went to U of H. All right. University of Houston. We're supposed to be rivals with them. Okay, we don't really care because we beat their ass all the time, like really badly. But we're supposed to technically be rivals because they're in Dallas, we're in Houston, we're in the same conference. And University of Houston is in the hood. You know, there's no getting around it. It's the hood. Is it's it really? th- I, I don't know. Oh time. yeah, it's it's third ward Houston. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's a really bad area. It's it's no third. It, yeah, it's third ward. It's not good. It's really fucking ghetto. Uh, a lot of famous rappers are from there, though. Like, all the f- famous Houston rappers. So, yeah, it's the hood. And SMU is in, like, one of the wealthiest neighborhoods in the state of Texas. It, up in Dallas. And SMU's private. You know, beautiful campus. Oh, uh, really? Those fuckers. It's really preppy, really private, really expensive. Like, them already. your dad bought your way into school. Everybody drives, like, a brand new Cadillac. And, you know, nothing against U of H. It's a pretty campus, but it's in the middle of the fucking hood. Like, the most famous thing about our campus is a place called Frenchie's, and they sell fried chicken. Like, that's, you know. (laughs) Okay. And and so that's just the difference between our schools. Like, state university in the hood versus a fucking private preppy school up in Dallas. So I I hate SMU. Anybody from that's ever gone to U of H... It's not like we hate them because they're good at anything. We just hate them because they're douchey. You know what? I, I can relate to that. And you've actually just swayed me from liking SMU <laughs> to be like, fuck those kids. <laughs> yeah, just just say like, go oh. Cougs. Fuck those kids. That's like when um, our – and this is going back to high school. I'm 34, but I live in my glory days, so everyone can go fuck off. They judge me for it. <laughs> so we th- – this town, we lost four games in four years. Went to states. One state's the one year. And um, we'd always lose to the teams, Toledo, St. Francis, you know, uh, freaking uh, St. Edwards, a St. Ignatius that would like steal our players. And we were loaded. We had a guy that went to Ohio State, Anthony Gonzalez, I was telling you the other day, oh, yeah. was from our town. Dick left. He's a trader. He went to Ignatius, you know. And any private type of school, even in the college, I just, I don't like, I don't like the rich shit. My dad was a used car. My mom's a teacher. Right. I'll put my knuckles on the ground and go. I don't want to like 
tiptoe around. Some of the biggest dudes you meet that come from big families, they got the size to play football, but they don't have pin the ears back. I'm going to come fuck you up. Right. You know, the hard knocks of Houston and the hard knocks of Cleveland have that shit. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cleveland. That is, that is hard knocks. Uh, Glenville. Glenville. Okay. <laughs> well, I was going to say Cleveland's pretty fucking rough too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Moving on to the Mountain West, Boise State. Obviously, once again, they're a G five powerhouse. They always are. Two and zero. Two and zero. I mean, they played Troy. Troy's supposed to be a good team this year. Week one, they beat them fifty six to twenty, uh, and that was in Troy. And then UConn. UConn fucking sucks this year, but they beat them sixty two seven. So Boise State's playing Oklahoma State this weekend. Seven, so they're ranked above Oklahoma State. They're ranked at 17. Oklahoma State's at 24. Okay. So I want to be like, oh, potential upset, Boise State. They could beat Oklahoma State. But it's, I mean, it's not an upset because they're ranked above them. Right. And I think, I'm trying to think of the dude's name on Boise. Is it Brett Rippin? Is that the quarterback? The quarterback? Uh, man. I wish Rippin? I could. I'm pretty sure because I'm like, it's is that... Brett. So it's Brett something. Is it Ripon or Ripon? Ripon, Because I feel like his dad or uncle was in the NFL, man. Yeah, I know exactly you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's on Boise State. And, and right. he's pretty damn good. I, he I mean, not so much, but I, just, I know that name, you know, and I know he's done well. Yeah. So that could be cool. I mean, if they win that game, they're going to shoot up in the rankings. So they'll. they'll... I, I honestly think they will, man. I mean, they definitely could. They're the highest ranked team in the in any G five conference. So they'll shoot up. I don't know if they're necessarily better than UCF this year, but regardless, that's a huge win for them. One G five school nobody's really talking about. They're not ranked or anything. And in my opinion, they probably should be ranked. Uh Hawaii. Don't say Appalachian State. Okay. Hawaii. No, no, no. <laughs> Hawaii. Here's the deal. Okay. Let me make my fucking argument for Hawaii. Nobody's, I want to hear this. That's out of left field, man. I want to hear it. Let's dude, hear nobody's, it. nobody's talking about them. And here, they're not really dominating any team. So that's probably the reason they're not ranked. But they're 3-0. and All right? They, week one, they beat Colorado State 43-34 to at Colorado State. Right? Okay. Pretty decent win. You know, Colorado State's nothing special, but you're playing in Colorado. Week two... They beat Navy, who just beat Memphis. That's a big win right there. I that's, did not. Yeah, that's huge, that's man. A, they beat them yeah. uh, fifty-nine to forty-one. That's a pretty solid win against Navy. And then week three, you know, they dominate Rice, but who who's not dominating Rice? Fuck Rice. Either way, they're three and zero with a fucking win over Navy. Yeah, so, I don't and know. Navy, yeah, I mean, but besides UCF, I mean, Navy and Houston were in the top there. I didn't know they beat Navy. That's a they beat them solidly, dude. Fifty nine to forty one. Nobody's talking about them. <laughs> I'm sitting over here like, am I crazy or is Hawaii really this good? I mean, shit. Yeah, if they can knock that team off. I mean, they're on their way. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't. I I think we'll see. We'll see what happens for the rest of the season. But they got Army. The, the problem is they don't play anybody good. They play BYU a little bit later in the season, Fresno State, UNLV, and San Diego State. I don't know. I'm just – I don't – they look yeah. good. I don't know who's going to beat them is my thing. 
Right, but it's one of those. It's one of those on the bubble things. Like if you went out, it's like, dude, who'd you really be? It right. depends on the other teams. You know what I mean? It's like it, sometimes you can't do anything about it. Right. You know, that's and hey, that's the problem with being in a G five conference. I know all about it. You know. Let me let me throw a counterpoint down because you were so salty about the G five thing. I can I can feel it. <laughs> if people don't know the G five. You just want to like start throwing like fists violently. <laughs> But let me no let me let me actually throw a point out there. So right. back in the day, yes, I went to Toledo and transferred to BG. <clears throat> Let's not talk about that. So when I was out there, um, I was hanging out on like a Saturday morning. My buddy had a bar out there, and uh, remember when Appalachian State knocked off Michigan? Oh yeah, those. Okay. I had a cousin that was at App State that year. Really? So they're yeah. probably going eight shit. Yeah, nice. I was actually in North Carolina when it happened too. Oh my God, that's even cooler. <laughs> but the, the point I'm trying to make is that happened. Fuck, I'm 34. Maybe like 10 years, uh, eight nine, years ago. Like I that. think it was nine years ago. That would be about, okay, that's close. That'd be about 2000 right. And, oh, you know what? Was it 11 years? That Was it 2007, actually, I think? That would make sense. I think I it was, two, I think it it was 2007. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it was 2007. Who knows? Well, whatever. My whole fucking point is that they had a huge win against Michigan, and actually they, fucking, I just forgot about it. They beat Toledo in the bowl game last year, damn it. <laughs> Dude, App State's good. And my point, so if they were play a shitty schedule and say they went out, and then you were talking about uh, Hawaii winning out, right? just because of the past with the big wins, they would get ranked over an undefeated Hawaii. You know what I mean? Like The past matters with teams like that. Right. Like, oh, this program has beat these big teams, even though it's years ago. They're like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Oh, That's yeah. how Boise State established themselves. I remember the game. I was going fucking nuts. I, I had some money on this game. When Colin Kaepernick, uh, Nevada, Boise State. Remember that game? Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. So nuts. But, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to – I was actually going to bring up Boise State. I was going to – to your point, Boise State is always – always gets the benefit of the doubt preseason – against their G5 opponents because they're like, well, it's Boise State. They're just always the best. Absolutely. Um, You're right. To be fair, Houston is starting to get that in the American as well, and UCF probably will for a while as well. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, it's what happens. Like, it, it sucks, but, like, there's what are you going to do about it, you know? like It, it is with, with those schools. you got to deal with it. And even with fucking Lane Kiffin, who I fucking would love to Stone Cold stun, <laughs> like in real life like just because he went there they're like oh shit i'm like dude you know what i'd say i'd say fbi fucking beat it bro so so you're, so you're not big in uh into his program i take it fucking hate lane kevin he's a fucking prima donna <laughs> asshole and gets better looking girls than me and he's a horrible coach so i hate him <laughs> well no, as a guy, i don't like the guy how he like i just don't feel like if I were a coach, you want to motivate, you know, players, you want to be part of the program, like how you're diehard Houston. Yeah, I transferred to BG. That was more educational purposes. But I, I'm diehard like Toledo and Ohio State. If Ohio State played Toledo, which they did a couple years ago, or years ago when Terrell Pryor was there, I cheered for Toledo. Nice. But the fact that you leave a program and you fuck over the recruits that you get in, you lose respect by all like the younger kids like, who is this guy? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't I mean, like him. He's – well, that's that's how I feel about Tom Herman. He's a snake, dude. Is, 
Dude is a, choke dude choke is a snake, dude. Yeah, he is. Oh, went down the wrong pipe. Molson Ice 24-ounce can, keeping it classy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I feel about Tom Herman. He's a snake. Uh, when he left Houston, he left Houston in such a bad way and lied to everybody. And ever since then, I'm like, he's going to get what's coming to him. And so it's great that they lost to Maryland. I mean, it's not great for like half of my friends who like went to right. UT, but... <laughs> But right. so I silently, karma, I silently cheer. I don't want to be rude to them, but yeah, I'm like, like, I'm going to the bathroom. You're like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, fuck that guy. Fuck him. Yeah. When, fuck, fucking beat it. When the, yeah. when the Urban Meyer thing was going down in Ohio State. Oh I, God. Yeah. I, I didn't wish anything ill upon Urban Meyer. I don't care, you know. Um, but I was like, I hope to God Tom Herman's caught up in this somehow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you hear the newest news? I'm about to, like, shoot my team in the foot. Oh, God. So I was flipping through, like, uh, an article today, and I see, like, Ohio State, like, 19-year-old student Ohio State gets pregnant and did 13 paternity tests because apparently she got a train run on her by uh, Ohio State. Yes. But, I mean, she was a college student, right? You said how old was she? Yeah. No, and she, she was in court, and she said, like, it was consensual though. <laughs> like, so she was like, this is yeah. this is kind of what sucks. All right, about just, the whole thing. I'm not saying like obviously what happened at Baylor, stuff like that. Very serious. We got to take that shit seriously. But now because right. of that, I feel like everyone's under a microscope, even if you don't do anything. So like these football players at Ohio State that I guess ran a train on one girl. Dude, I can't. I started laughing. I was like, look at my buddy. I'm like, oh H I O, bud. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like. Even she's like, it's consensual. Chill out. Like, I wanted it. But yeah, even just 13, something like that, they're all going to be under a microscope. 13 paternity tests, apparently. <laughs> and it was just a random article. I'm like, I see Ohio State. I'm like, oh, okay. And there was, like, obviously a hot chick. I'm like, but it was in a court. I'm like, okay, what happened now? <laughs> yeah, right. And, so I read, I read the article, and it's, like, consensual. And uh, it was at a party. And she could name, like, it was, like, eight that were, like, players. Their Their names weren't, like, um, putting out there in the press or anything, and then she's like, "Well, I don't see anyone else." And they went to like the team photos, dude. Oh and my she's god! Like, I didn't, I didn't see anyone else. They might have been friends of the football players. This sounds like not another teen movie or some fucking Dave Chappelle well, sketch. It fucking does, yeah. It's like <laughs> Van Wilder, bro. Right. So I'm like, oh my god, like what is what is going on? <laughs> How is this happening to Ohio State? And it's just all that bullshit. And it's with the SMU way back in the day and the Penn State. Now they're, like, overdoing it, like the quarterback hit rule in the NFL. It's like, dude, chill the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, that's a whole other fucking beast. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and this is consensual. You're, like, a, you know, sorority fraternity house at a party. You're, like, bring it on, Buckeyes. I'll take your whole defensive line Jesus right now. Jesus Christ. What's, her, what's her dad think about all that? Who is her fucking dad? We need to meet her dad. You He's know probably not in the country anymore, I would assume. Yeah, you know what? No Ohio State fan or no Ohio State player should even be held accountable. We need to hold the fucking dad of that woman accountable. Yeah, I, and you know what? I pro- it's probably a, a coming from a rich family just to upset. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like she never got Who attention or something? An Ohio State team bukkake all over your face. Oh my God. Oh, yes. fucking. Sexual. <laughs> One of Buckeye, please over here. That bedroom <laughs> sounds good. Consensual though. Consensual. One of those guys would be like three times her size, I imagine. So One? multiple would be. I mean, I I don't even want to imagine this. All right, this is the... you know what. I, I, this is my rant, and I'm not going to depth who I would think they would be because I'm just gonna take a sip of my beer. But thought it was an interesting point, like Ohio State, like all that shit. I'm like, if Urban Meyer was reinstating, that never would have happened. That young girl never would have been bukkakeed by the offensive and defensive line. The whole defense, probably. 13 <laughs> players and the backups. Jesus Christ. This is why you just – if you're a coach, you just can't let your players around women, like, ever. You're like, oh God. look, they're going to bring nothing but trouble to you. You have a career in the NFL coming to you soon. Don't even talk to a female. Yeah, and you know, and I'm telling you, being 19 years old, being a little teeny bopper, you know that she's trying to get back at her parents because she sold the court. It was consensual. She easily could have been like, I got, you know. Dude, that's the, the that's the scariest thing. She could have yeah, easily, she said, easily that. said that. Yeah. Oof. That's, that's terrifying. If you're one of those kids, too. You're like, dude, if we go into this courtroom and she just says, no, I wasn't sure. Boom. You're done. The same time when you're balling out in like downtown Cleveland and you're going to Ohio State, you you think you're invincible, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But the fact that she said it was consensual, you know, that's that's getting back at mommy and daddy. She could easily said some other things. God forbid, you know that whatever right. happened. But, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's again just it's another black guy on Ohio State. <laughs> just just and this was me just rummaging around like. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And I'm like, oh. When I read it, I'm like, oh, I know, sweet. Sounds good. Big time. <laughs> anyways, rant over. Done. All right. So. Well, you know what? I think that's a good place to call it. Um, 
Is it? Is it a good place to call it? Absolutely. <laughs> that was the that was the hottest take of the whole fucking podcast. Oh, I, was, I was like bringing up G five football programs. I'm like, oh yeah, North Texas is pretty good. And you're like, uh, this one chick had a fucking gang of dudes run a train on her, and now she's pregnant. That's way better than the takes I brought. That summary that would have saved us like ten minutes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that was great. That was great. That, that was the Molson ice talking. Yeah. This is this is what you have to do when you're talking about G five football. This is probably why ESPN doesn't even talk about it. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna G- turn I'm gonna turn this podcast into a G five football slash porn explanation podcast where we explain porns to people <laughs> so we'll, we'll have a category on Pornhub belly up podcast yeah exactly yep <laughs> yeah and we just we just uh, watch it and then we like tell people what happens we give them a rundown Fox from Cleveland finding out all the dirty things that athletes do <laughs> behind closed doors <laughs> yeah I think it's genius that's a niche in the market nobody's hit yet I'll get sued so fucking fast they'd buy me and kill my ass no I'm good on that one <laughs> All right. Well, let's do it again. Let's do it again soon. Um, I definitely want to talk to you about Toledo after this Miami game as well. I'm going to have video and pictures I'm going to upload, and I'll send them. Fuck yeah, I'll I'll have video and pictures of of this game. Trust me. Yeah, send me some shit. I want to see it. I will. I always say, I'm going to say belly up and beers up. That's what's going to happen. Nice. (laughs) Fuck yeah. We'll be good. All right, brother. Well, good talk, and we'll have you back on soon. Sounds good, Rattlesnake. Let's do it. All right. Peace. All right, brother. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.